I'm Brimo Morales, and I'm on a journey to making six figures online. Join me as I celebrate my wins, discuss my losses, and bring out some friends along the way. This is Brimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining me on another episode of Brimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. This is Brimo, and I'm really excited about this episode today. You guys have no idea. The guest that I'm interviewing is the sole reason that I am an internet marketer today, and his company and his vision has taught me so much about the world of online marketing and how to create an entire income all online. I credit all of my success and everything that I've learned from him, so it is an honor and a privilege to interview my mentor, Kiala Kanai. What's going on, Facebook world? Brimo here with another episode of Brimo Live Journey to Six Figures, and today is super special because I've got a very special guest with me the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kiala Kanai, my mentor, the one that got me started in this whole industry. Just two short years ago, I didn't know what the heck internet marketing was. Okay. I didn't know people could make money online unless they were on the line. On the line. On the line. On the line, it's unless the they line. were, you know, big YouTubers that just randomly happened to run ads because they got so many views. So yeah. the whole idea was just intriguing and crazy at the same time. And you made it happen. You showed me this whole world of internet marketing. Okay. And I would love to know kind of how you found this. You know, what got you started? I know you you've been that had that entrepreneurial drive for a really long time. And you kind of came a long way from the typical business type to throwing everything online. Okay, um, that's a loaded question about how. So how did I find <laughs> this? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I would I would consider myself a entrepreneur for pretty much twelve years. So I started my very first business in two thousand. Um, doing nightclub promotions. It was my first semester in college at the university. Um, <clears throat> and from there, it pretty much was like epic failure after epic failure after epic failure for more than a decade. Wow. Uh, and then I found this whole internet thing. And this was like the first thing that really made, I don't know, it was, like, it was the first thing that I ever saw where I could build a business and have real, like real leverage, right? Like I could generate a sale um, utilizing automation and systems and ads and the internet uh, and I could generate a sale without having to be there to make the sale myself right mm -hmm. without having to talk to somebody personally without having to knock on doors or pick up phones or call friends and family members or blah 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 blah, blah whatever the, you know the different opportunities were and so I saw the ability to make you know a real six-figure income and automating a large portion of the work yeah. which for me was like a lot of the it was like, oh man, this is this is the dream, right? Yeah. Uh, and so this was like the thing that I decided to go all in on, two years after I discovered it. <laughs> so yeah. That is awesome, and I think a lot of us can relate to the entrepreneur type thing. I mean, my dad would instill in me, you know, if you can work for yourself, do it, build your own business. But I didn't mm -hmm. really know how to do that, you know. And like I, I started with wanting to do like a video for people because I, I was really into that, doing weddings and stuff. But I realized I don't like doing weddings. I don't like doing all of that stuff. So it kind of just didn't go anywhere, and so I was just stuck 
working for people until I came mm -hmm. across your video two years ago now. Okay. And um, I'm on this journey to six figures, as you see, you know, my podcast and everything. So what was it like for you when you, you know, you started making your first five figure month and things like that. And then all of a sudden you hit six figures. Like what was the difference do you think between making like five figures and then making six figures? Like, what do you think that transition was like? A month or a year? Let's say a year. Okay. Um, I th think for me, I mean, the real, the only real physical difference is another digit. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, that's really all it is. Um, and I used to not like it when people would say that. Like, so, um, I remember when I made my first $10,000, I was talking to kind of a, a pseudo mentor of mine. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know what the difference is between 10,000 and 100,000, huh? I was like, what? He goes, a zero. <laughs> I was like, that's stupid. That's just silly stuff. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Um, it wasn't until years later that I realized that there was, a, there was a bit of wisdom in what he was saying in that it was getting over the mental block that 100,000 was a whole lot harder than the first 10,000. Right. So, if I, so as I did that over the years, you know, then, then all of a sudden, making, at first, making $100,000 a, a year was the dream. And then it was 100,000 a month. And then it was, you know, $100,000 days. Nice. Um, so, and it became easier and easier as we crossed new thresholds to be uh, open to the idea that it was possible, right? Like, that it wasn't really harder or more work. It was overcoming our internal blocks to create external results. That, that is such wisdom right there. And I think that holds true with, with anything and, you know, my limiting beliefs and things that I'm working on still overcoming and things like that, because obviously I haven't hit my financial goals that I've had for a long time. But I think I've had a huge mental shift lately with not yep. focusing on a monetary number, instead focusing on what can I do now in order to provide the value that can help people to eventually get me to that number, to get me to that, you know, to the end of my journey of six figures and I can be on the journey to whatever else I'm on after that. Right. Is there a question in there? <laughs> I'm just curious. No, I'm just agreeing with what you're saying, but I know you have so much wisdom uh, upon the mindset part. Like your whole, you know, AWOL is all built on the mindset aspect more even so than the business aspect. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> I can see why you might say that, yes. Okay. Fair enough. Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what, what do you think was one of the biggest things that helped you get over these mental blockages, whether it was just, you know, that other zero at the end of that or just even making, you know, making digital entrepreneurship work for you from being that entrepreneur to, you know, successful digital entrepreneur? Mm. The biggest thing that got me over the roadblocks? Yeah. There isn't one. There isn't one. Yeah. There's just lots. Um, I think the one of the most important initially was realizing that I was worthy of having what it was that I wanted to have. Mm -hmm. So, like I was saying earlier in the room, I don't know if she said it or not. I wasn't paying attention when you opened. Um, I was so I was I was starstruck because I'm being interviewed by Primo. <laughs> uh, but we were just in a room right back here, this room right over back here. here. There's music <clears throat> pumping. You might hear a little bit of that yeah. in the background. <laughs> now we're having like the after party, but we're in a room for three days. Um, doing like a really, it's an intensive and we're doing a, a, a training with, there's about 50 people in the class, I yeah, think, something like yeah. that. Anyway, um, and I was talking about it in there as I was saying that, um, you know, we don't ever earn, out earn our self-worth. 
mm. right? We can't out earn our self worth. So that's why people who win lotteries, um, the vast, vast majority of them, their lives are destroyed by that. Yeah. Um, uh, in multiple ways. One is guilt that they don't, they feel, they feel guilt for having something that they consciously or unconsciously feel that they didn't earn. Mm -hmm. So they self sabotage. Um, and, uh, the other part is just a self-worth thing of just not feeling worthy of having it. So it all goes away. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and a lot of them, there's actually documentaries now that you can watch that'll say that, you know, or a lot of them will say that their life is worse off having won the lottery. Wow. Didn't make their, cause money doesn't make your life better. No. It doesn't make your life better. Money, there's a cost, there's a cost that comes along with having more money, more money, more problems. They said back in, <laughs> back when I was in high school, listening to P Diddy and Mace and shit like that. Um, so it comes with its own shares of challenges and a lot of people have fantasies around what money is going to do for them. Um, but anyway, getting back to what you were saying, is it'd be the self-worth piece, right? Yeah. That like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, there's probably people on here that say that you, you're not, you're, you know, why are you doing that? You'll never yeah, make it, you exactly. know? I shared some of those stories about people Should saying that be? shit to me. Mm -hmm. um, when back when I was working in restaurants and shit and they laughed at me when I told them stuff and they told, oh yeah, that'll never work, Cal. They made fun of me for like the books that I read or the affirmations that I would say to myself or all of these various things. And so the thing is that when somebody um, doesn't think that they're capable of having it, they don't want you to have it either. Yeah. Right? Uh, they need you to buy their excuses because they're busy buying their excuses. Right? If you go out and do something uh, incredible with your life, then it means that they could be doing it with theirs, but they don't want to believe that they could be doing yeah. it with theirs because they're buying it. They're too busy buying into all their excuses. So if you actually do something remarkable, you're going to shatter their belief systems that they're desperately holding on to. Oh so they're yeah. threatened by you potentially living up to, you know, the greatness that's inside of you, which personally I think it resides inside of every single person. So, um, you know, that all of that is a self-worth issue, right? A person with a high self-worth doesn't, the, a person with high self-worth wishes the best on others. Because mm. I'm not offended by what you may or may not accomplish, yeah. right? Um, and a lot of this is going to go over some people's head because it, sometimes that, that it's, it's an unconscious insecurity. They're not, even, they're not even realizing that they're coming from a place of insecurity based on their self-worth. So anyway, somebody with high self-worth, like when I hang around people, um, in my circles who are doing really well um, and we talk about somebody else who's doing well, we don't talk smack about that. Yeah. You know, um, we might even disagree with what somebody's doing to do well uh, or maybe their model, their business model or potentially their ethics sometimes, right? But we don't, we don't feel threatened by them. We don't feel, uh, you know, we wish them well. Hey, you know, I, w I wish them well. Uh, people with low self-worth want to drag you down to their level, mm. right? Uh, and so, and people from, with low self-worth are looking for something external to validate themselves. Whereas people with high self-worth are self-validating. Um, so anyway, when it, was, it was when I believed I was worthy of having $100,000 a year that it happened. When it, it was when I believed that I was worthy of having $100,000 a month that it happened. Is where I believe that I was worthy of having a hundred thousand dollars in a day. It happened. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that'd be my tidbit on that. That was a little bit of a rant. My wife says, "Absolutely, thank you for dropping the truth, Kiala." Yeah, hopefully you'll get to meet him soon one day, Annette. I want you to come with me to one of these next ones, these next events. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to meet my wife, Paula. What's up, Paula? Um, 
So you've made such an impact on tons of people's lives with what you've been able to create with your company. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the best part of that? Of knowing that you, you know, did that? That's also a loaded question. <laughs> Can you it. give me the question sheet before we do the interview next time? We gotta do a few mock interviews. We gotta, we gotta rehearse this we shit. We gotta rehearse you wanna, this shit. You, you would pretend like a live is actually live. No, it's, you know, you're gonna rehearse it and then you go live. And then you go live. Everybody obviously. knows this. Everybody knows. Somebody, somebody send Brimo the memo. <laughs> anyway, um, what was the question? So. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Thank you. Yeah. So, so we have we had another uh, a, a client said um, that he was you're the man for walking away from your party to come, exactly come do an he interview. Is, he is. He's, he <clears throat> he made me a little promise to take some time away from his busy schedule to do this. So I very much appreciate that. It just his yeah. actions right there speak a lot to what this man does for the people that he serves. And that was the question basically is, you know, you've been able to impact so many people because of of this program that you put together. Mm-hmm. So I mean. How, how does that make you feel? You know, what do you, what do you gain from that? I know, I know you gain a lot, obviously, but like, um, I would say, I think the, the thing that started me off in this industry was the pursuit of, um, money, mm-hmm. truthfully, right? Like I just wanted to make $10,000 a month. I I basically kept telling, um, my girlfriend all the time like oh yeah babe you know when when we start making 10k a month we're gonna take that trip or we'll live in that neighborhood or whatever it was right just wait babe you know it'll (laughs) happen one day and really i just want to make 10k a month and then and then it came and then it doubled and then i tripled it and it was still like that was kind of empty i guess to a degree um and then i wanted to find more meaning um and what's meaningful for me is knowing that the work that is not how much I make, but how I make it. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the work that I uh, do touches other people's lives. Um, at some point, I feel like it's got to be about more than just the money, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there that are very, very money driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, at some point, it had to become about more than just that. So I've, I can say that I've never gotten a paycheck or a deposit in my bank account that brought tears to my eyes, but I've heard stories, success stories out of our community mm-hmm. that have brought me to tears, right? Um, and it's, I think there's, there's times when I get a moment where I can see that somebody realizes, like in a room like we were in tonight, yeah. um, there's kind of sometimes there's that moment where they, they see, for, even if just for a second, how remarkable they are like they experience that greatness that exists inside of them that i believe exists inside of every single person and it's moments sometimes it's just those moments like where they just get a little glimmer of it and they know it's there and they can't unsee it once it's seen exactly um i think those are like my favorite pieces that's awesome that's what i hope to uh start doing in the future and what i'm you know putting towards doing right now with these lives providing value to people and helping people that are just starting out um this whole event that we're at right now was just helping those beginners that for whatever reason they haven't gotten started or haven't built up their funnels full out so being able to actually help them 
accomplished just that first step was amazing so thank you very much for allowing me to come out here and thanks for coming out and do that thanks yeah. for coming out absolutely i really appreciate it i appreciate you ha hanging out and like being willing to give your time and give it back to the community and one of the best ways to learn too is to teach we talked about yes. that right so learn yes. do teach learn do teach so it helps you anchor in more of what you're already learning yeah um help some other people along the way in their journey absolutely and absolutely. uh you know, you provide more value to the marketplace and the marketplace will reward you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, guys, I don't want to keep Mr. Kiala, Mr. Busy Man, away from his party and uh, his duties and things. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you again for being on here. And of course. Dropping knowledge bombs and wisdom bombs to everybody that watches this live and the replay. And we'll rehearse next time. Okay, we'll rehearse next time. <laughs> we'll rehearse right. next time. <laughs> we rehearse after we go live? Is that how it works? That's, how, that's yeah. how it works. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting model. I've not seen that model before. <laughs> it's unique. <laughs> All right, good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved it, please leave a review. Rate it on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. Share it with a friend who would enjoy it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Grimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. I'll see you on the next one.